0: Well, hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast, and I am in a radio studio today instead of being on the road or in some type of weird place like I've been for the last couple months. So I just want to thank you guys for uh, hanging in there with me as we broadcast from all these different places as I've been going around the country and fighting for our nation. You know, yesterday somebody said on Facebook like, well, what are you doing? You're not doing anything. And, you know, there's so many trolls. Have you noticed that? There's so many trolls out there on these social media pages. People are angry. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, my social media videos are getting taken down on Facebook now. They just take them down. They don't even say anything. They don't even, you know, I go on there and they're just gone. Like, why are they gone? Well, I guess I'm being told they're gone because if I speak about anything that has to do with stopping the steal and somebody reports it or flags it or who knows... Uh, I guess that's why they're disappearing, according to some people that I've inquired with in the tech world. So kind of a weird time that we're in. Uh, You know, there's a lot of, uh, I I addressed this on yesterday's uh, video, but there's a lot of angry people. And uh, I'm not, you know, I think we all can agree on that one, right? And there's a lot of angry people and people are being vicious and they're being mean spirited. And, uh, you know, we get death threats, we get all kinds of mean uh, spirited people that reach out in various channels. And, you know, all I can tell you with that is, is that we're going to bless you. And we're going to say, we're praying for you. I am not going to get into it with you. And for all these people that think they know everything and you know, they, they're just like these keyboard warriors. I mean, there's some good keyboard warriors. There's real keyboard warriors, but then there's these like attack people that just sit there. I don't know where they're even doing it from. And they're doing it from their basement, their couch. I don't know, but they just get on and just slander attack defame just really just want to go after everybody uh, that's speaking the truth and, and make our lives as miserable as they can and so i just want to say this to you today god bless you i pray that you'd come to know jesus christ as your lord and savior this has never been about politics my friends this has been about us standing and fighting for our nation for our freedoms for our religious liberties for our children for this generation right now you know i, I mentioned uh, to um uh, Uh, Kevin Sorbo and, uh, you know, others a few months ago, I said, you know, we need to fight for our kids. And uh, they said, well, Sam Sorbo said, we need to fight for us. (laughs) She is right. We do. We need to fight for our, you know, this generation and for future generations. And in standing for freedom and liberty, you know, we've been able to enjoy this as Americans. Uh, Christians, pastors have been able to preach Uh, right from the pulpit pretty much anything that you know the bible has has instructed us to speak on and there has been no censorship for decades for you know centuries here in america where we've been allowed to preach from the pulpit the truth of the word of god without being censored and we're now looking at the first time in american history where there could be laws and legislation that's literally pushed through that could actually um I mean, think about this that could limit what pastors are legally allowed to say. And does that mean we're going to stop saying it? Well, I've already made uh, the declaration that I'm not going to stop preaching the full gospel of Jesus. And and, and it doesn't really matter what they threaten. Uh, You know, we we prepared for this time, and uh, here we are. So I pray that we continue to be able to preach the full gospel. I pray that it's not labeled hate speech. I pray that, uh, you know, we are not uh, targeted. But, uh, you know, unless God intervenes and we still believe that he can in the next few days here, it is now the 13th of January. Uh, we're literally seven days away from uh, the inauguration of either a new administration or a second term of Donald Trump. Now, many people say, well, you got to be smoking crack if you think that Donald Trump is going to get reelected. But I am committed to the Lord, uh, from day one in this election, I heard a word from God. He said, pray this through. And so I am committed as a man of God, a man of my word, to the Lord, that I made a, uh, a, com- a commitment to him to pray this through until the very end. So that's what I'm going to do. And I know a lot of people, pe- people get so annoyed. They're so mad. Like, why are you praying it through? Just give up. It's done. It's over. Well, what why, why does it bother you if I'm going to pray until the 20th? I mean, what really does that bother But people are bothered by it. They're really annoyed by it. And um, so God bless them too. (laughs) We're just going to bless all those that uh, come against us, bless our enemies, and pray for them to come to relationship with Jesus Christ. Pray for them to find the peace that passes understanding and the joy that is offered through the Holy Spirit. If I got, you know, listen, if I got into the weeds, and sometimes I have to tell you, it does bother me. I'm, I'm a human being, you know, just like anybody. When you get thousands of letters of hate, you know, you, you start, it does bother you a little bit, but, um, but, you know, I've learned to be more disciplined and just not letting it really get to me. I'll be honest with you, because I think we're going to have to be ready and equipped for this type of thing. Unfortunately, this is part of being a Christian in 2021, and you may not be, you know, out there uh, maybe making public statements or out there preaching in public or whatnot. It depends on what your calling is and what God has you doing right now. There's a lot of intercessors. There's a lot of people that are a little bit more private about their faith out there, and I understand that. Uh, But I think anybody that's truly living, I call it the remnant people. That's my terminology, the remnant people. But anybody that's willing to stand for the full Bible and and really believes it wholeheartedly and will stand if if somebody in their life challenges them, somebody asks them the question, uh, if somebody wants to know where you stand and, and are you going to be ashamed of the gospel, or are you going to stand up and say, no, this is what I believe the Word of God says? And uh, this is going to be a defining moment for us, folks, because uh, you know there's a lot of uh, stuff going on out there right now, a lot of conversations, a lot of people are terrified, a lot of people are panicking. And I would just say, don't panic, don't be terrified. Uh, we always need to draw our strength from Jesus Christ. We always need to draw our strength from the one who sits upon the throne. He is still there. He has not left the throne. He's not been dethroned. He's not... You know, the devil hasn't all of a sudden won this massive victory. It may seem like that. I mean, there may be a, a battle that seemingly has been lost, like for the United States and our government here. But regardless of the outcome, the, the war, we already know it's a fixed fight. And we, as Christians and followers of Christ, ha- are, have the victory. We have the victory. We are overcomers. We have been set apart and made for a time such as this. In fact, I believe that there's a reason why God has us, uh, you know, alive in this era, because we were we were made for a time as this. So that 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 goes with our calling and anointing. Now you may be at work, and 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 there may be policies in place with HR. I get it. I've worked at a corporation. You know, I. I understand all the different things that are going on in today's world. And so you may not be able to be publicly out there, you know, proclaiming. I mean, it's amazing that we have to say this in America today. I remember many, many years ago when I entered the workforce, you know, they didn't, there was no social media, first of all, but no one ever really asked about politics or religion or they didn't care. I mean, you know, and honestly, I'm going to be honest about this in the 80s and 90s. You know, I don't recall anybody asking me my ethnicity either. It was really not until more recently where now they want to know your ethnicity, too. I mean, even if you want to go buy a gun, they ask you what your ethnicity is. Why does that matter? You know, why is ethnicity coming back into focus so much, where they're now using this to polarize people, turn them against one another? It's very sad that what we're seeing, because I think we had made really great strides, and I know some people would disagree with me, but I, you know, when I was growing up in high school, and uh, and I remember we had friends of every color, every you know, background. I mean, it wasn't, you know, we would maybe bring it up once in a while, but it wasn't something that we thought about. I mean, people interdated, they, you know, it just wasn't a thing. You know, it wasn't a thing in my generation. I'm a generation Xer. It wasn't really a thing in high school, I'll be honest with you guys, or in junior high or in middle, you know, grade school. You know, it just wasn't a thing. It really started becoming a bigger issue in recent years once again. And I'm not saying it wasn't an issue in our past as a nation. Of course it was. But what I'm saying is it seems like it's been more polarized and, you know, all of a sudden people are talking about race more. And now it's like, you know, I heard this story. This is crazy. Where a company got rid of 42% of its workforce. And, I, you know, I mean, in the way that the article was written, it seems like it was the white people because what they said is they needed more diversity. And so they got rid of 42 So all these people that just had jobs. They could have been the best at their job. It's not based on merit. It's not based on how good they did their job. It's not based on any type of performance. It's based on their skin color. They were fired. And, And for some reason, that's not illegal. That is bizarre. And that is scary. But yet that is the type of thing that unfortunately, very sadly so, I think is going to start happening more and more in our country and I think we should be alarmed and uh, you know we need to you know, stop being against each other uh, for those that are standing for Christian values you know we need to stop attacking each other you know we need to be a little bit more merciful full of mercy I mean this this polarization anger ridiculous these people on social media they just sit on there all day making comments and and they're like snide remarks and, and you know just I mean it's like I look on them and I'm like my gosh how did you get so angry how are you why are you so mean spirited you know especially people i'm like i'm a pastor like why are you so mad at me i don't get why they're so mad at me but i don't take it to heart because i know it's really uh, more or less the battle that is not against flesh and blood but against strongholds and principalities and so you know god bless these people and uh you know what i i honestly uh learned this from a friend and uh, i would advise you to take this advice i think it was good advice you know, but instead of arguing with the same person every day, it's on your social media. If they just keep attacking you and they just, they have no other mission other than to demean you and degrade you and block them. Get them off your social media. Why do they, why, why do you need to deal with that person every day? I mean, just block them. Just get them off because it's going to take down your stress level. And this is, you know, we have to be um, operationally savvy in this time. Now, I want to share with you, uh, and I know people want to hear the news. And so let me just get that out of the way. There's no new news about anything that's going on with the president. Um, I don't, since yesterday's updates, I do want to update that that memorandum that was sent out from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs with the different generals, that is a real memorandum. We were able to uh, confirm that with the U.S. Air Force. They are saying that was a real rep- memorandum. Uh, I believe active duty did receive it today. So most active duty military in our nation has now received that memorandum from the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs and uh, therefore it is legitimate and we can say that we've confirmed it. It was not a fake memo from the, the news. A lot of people don't trust the news, which of course is rightfully so. So we wanted to go ahead and confirm it. We were able to confirm it today and I wanna update you. Now, what are the ramifications of that? Well, I mean, you know, there's all different types of commentary on it and a lot of people looked into it. It was a pretty big memorandum, let's be honest. It was a pretty big statement, but it doesn't mean that the president is still not the president or that he's still not the commander-in-chief. Uh, but I, I'm going to be, you know, I've always told you guys, I'm going to be really honest with you. I am praying in faith and praying this through. And I, I don't know if the president has some type of Trump card. I, I, I'm not, you know, uh, a QAnon, you know, person where I just think like everything's going to just happen in the next couple of days because Q said so. The, the faith that I'm standing on is God and what I've heard in prayer. Now, I'm not trying to attack you guys that follow Q. I know that the anons are separate than q i know very much about the q movement trust me so i'm not here to to, to, you know discourage you disparage you if you follow q in fact i think there's a lot of good things about the q movement and i you know i've never been against i've never come out publicly and said anything against the q people or the q movement Um, you know i think a lot of the information is good but i've always warned and if you've been listening to me long enough you'll know this i've been warning that we have to keep our eyes focused on god we can't Keep our eyes focused on, man, that's my biggest uh, negative when it comes to Q. Q is not a prophet. Um, you know, we have to be careful uh, when it comes to putting so much trust and faith in something because only God uh, you know, ultimately knows what's gonna happen and things change and there's all different types of things. Many people say, well, what about all the prophets and the different people that have said President Trump's gonna be president? What if they're wrong? Well, you know, I will say this, I really believe he won. I mean, I think there's ample evidence to prove that. Uh, The problem is, is that many people did not foresee how deep the deep state is here in the United States. And unfortunately, I think that's what many people have been awakened to, is to see just how corrupt and just how deep this deep state is. And so can the president win? Yeah, he could have some type of Trump card or plan that we don't know about in these last couple of days. It's very possible Um, we still are several days away. And why are the Democrats panicking so much? They're definitely panicking. Why do they need him in peace why do they need him out of office well because they're nervous they're scared about something so that right there should say something and then they had all these different things like the the uh, you know the emergency alert system memo memorandum that went out and you know lots of troops everywhere and you know i hear all the reports i just want you guys to know i hear all the reports and then i hear from my sources and then i hear from you know ex intel people and and bureau people and I mean, all different types of people that reach out and i hear so much it's like a chorus. But then I have to like take all that and take it back to the Lord. This is all I'm saying that you should do. I'm not coming against you if you listen to Q. I'm not coming against you if you listen to this guy or that guy. I get there every day. People send me videos. I'm sure you get the same thing. Every day, you got to listen to this guy. You got to listen to that guy. And like I said the other day, well, who is this guy? Like I've never heard of this person. Who is this person? And you look at you know who they are. Okay, are they credible? You know what have they said in the past? Are they somebody that we can listen? Are they a believer? You know the Bible says test the spirits. You know all that. That's all I'm saying is just be wise in, in the many, many voices that are out there today with the digital media world and podcasting and all the different things that we have at our fingertips now. Just be wise. Just like I say, be wise with the mainstream media because it's, you know, 90% owned by six corporations and, we, and that's what we call them the corporate media because they have an agenda. And so we've we've come to understand that distrusting the mainstream corporate media is actually wisdom because they're profits of bail. So there's nothing wrong with, with questioning them, but I would say the same caution exercise would just random voices that you don't know now some of you might say well you're that person i don't know you i just started listening to you that's great thank you for listening and what i would say to that is why don't you look into me you know look into things that i've been doing uh, see if i'm a credentialed minister of the gospel see you know what my education is see you know if i know other credible people and what kind of interactions i have in my life and The Bible says, study yourself to be approved before man. So I I have no problem with people looking into my background, you know, looking into who I am. And that's all I'm saying is is just do your research. Most of all, inquire of the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, is this person somebody I should be listening to? Is this you or is this a bunch of gibberish? And that's all I'm saying. And I don't know why it bothers people. They get so annoyed when I say that. But I just think what we need to test the spirits. We need to be wise, especially in this hour when there's information and disinformation and misinformation, and you know all kinds of psychological warfare operations that are being you know put on the American people. So you know I'm not here to be a doom and gloomer. Now I'm, I'm very aware of the Victory Channel. I'm very aware of you know all the pastors on there. Some of them are my my, my friends, people I know well and God bless them and I pray that everything that they're saying comes to pass. I absolutely pray that everything that they're saying comes to pass. I stand in agreement with their prayers. We're all praying, we're all believing that Donald Trump will somehow have some type of miracle that happens in the next few days. But we also need to think, now listen, I am the president of the Religious Liberty Coalition and I deal with religious persecution. I deal with, uh, you know, watching what's happening in our nation even before there's a change in administrations. Even right now, with one of the most friendly administrations to religious liberty and freedoms, right now, religious liberty has been under the attack uh, for the entirety of this this presidency, even though he's been a staunch supporter of religious freedom. So you can only imagine that it's going to get worse regardless of who is the next president. Now, If Biden were to become president, is it going to be a lot worse? Absolutely. And if Kamala Harris were to take the reins and become the commander in chief, yeah, she's already shown how she feels about religious liberty and freedom and Christians. So we can imagine that it would be um, a scenario where we're going to have to be in a defensive posture and we're going to have to learn how to navigate this minefield. And uh, and they're going to deplatform more people, and they're going to censor more people, and they're going to come after more people, and they're going to continue to uh, attack people like you and I, and uh, those that are standing for religious liberty and freedom. They're going to say that we're crazy. We're part of a hate group. They're already trying to signify, um, you know, Trump supporters as hate hate, hate group. You know, uh, domestic terrorists is I think the words that they're saying. Very scary because that means that you lose your rights. If you're if you're declared a domestic terrorist, you actually lose your rights. I know some people right now that are patriots that cannot get on an airline flight here in the United States. They have to drive everywhere. Imagine that. So, there's people that are on the no-fly list, and that's what they can do is they people say, "Well, what can they do, Pastor Todd?" Well, they can do a lot of things. They can come after you with the IRS. They can come after you, put you on the no-fly list. They can label you a domestic terrorist. Uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center could label, label you, uh, you know, a hate group. So there's a lot of things they can do. And uh, this is where we need to be very wise now going forward because this is going to be the way that they silence dissenters. This is, going to, this is how you live in this type of society, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to scare you. And I know a lot of people want to probably turn me off right now because they're angry or annoyed at what I'm saying. But don't be mad at the messenger. I'm just telling you what it will look like if Joe Biden is to successfully uh, become the president, which right now, the probability is high if you look at it from a fleshly standpoint. Now, that's the, uh, that's the word, from a fleshly standpoint. Now, from a, sta- a standpoint of faith, we are still believing and praying this through these very next seven days here, that God is going to perform a miracle sign and wonder. Now, do we deserve it? That is a question. Do we deserve a miracle sign and wonder as a nation? Do we deserve it? No. <laughs> We don't. Uh, We've been slaughtering the innocent. We've been having an apathetic, weak, uh, lethargic church that hasn't preached the full gospel. We haven't preached about the blood, the cross, repentance, turning away from sin. Uh, we've allowed so many things in our society to influence the body of Christ versus the body of Christ being the head, not the tail. We've allowed, uh, you know, social relevance to be a big factor. We want to be liked. We want to be encouraging. Uh, we want to have all types of shows and performance in the body of Christ instead of being people that are standing for the truth and righteousness. So let's be honest here. Are, do we deserve more time? No. No, we don't. We don't deserve more time. If God gives us more time, it's because he is a God of grace. Thank you, Jesus, that he's a God of grace and mercy. And, uh, you know, because of a righteous remnant that is praying in this country, fasting, interceding, asking the Lord to move, to give us more time. Uh, I talked to uh, Andrew Brunson, who many of you know was the man that was the pastor that was uh, held captive in Turkey. And he says, American Christians aren't ready, Todd. They're not ready for persecution. They're not ready for what's coming. And I would tend to agree with that. I don't think any of us are ready, including myself. None of us are ready for what could be on the horizon right now. So that would be a reason that God would allow maybe some extended grace for the nation to prepare. But we've also had decades to prepare. We've had a long time to prepare. And you know, we, we built these massive churches and these big, huge um, celebrity pastors. We built them up. They have empires. They're very wealthy. Some of them fly on private jets. Uh, We've kind of looked the other way about all these different things and that's fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with flying on a private jet if if that's what you want to do. But I personally am not that type just because I feel like if I have the money to fly on a private jet, how many hungry people could I be feeding with that money, right? I mean, there's just no reason or rationale unless, you know, we're like in the end times and things are crazy and you have to take a vaccine in order to fly and all these different things. And then, yeah, things change, I guess. But you know, Right now, just for a convenience standpoint, I don't see that that would be something I could justify, uh, just like I couldn't justify buying a big mansion from ministry money. I just don't see that as something that would be viable. My wife and I are very happy uh, in the conditions that we live in, as long as our bills are paid and our needs are met. That's really what we desire. And so that's, that's the main thing. So you, know, you got to look at all these things, and uh, we do, and we are, and uh, we're, we're assessing them. We're looking at them. We're thinking about what we can do here. And we're being agile and uh you know just trying to be wise and really look at how how this all can happen you know how can we adjust in this new season that we may be looking at in only a few days and you know how how are we going to operate are we going to change some of our tactics here are we going to strategize we have to ask the lord for new strategy and wisdom and um you know again operating in discernment but don't be angry don't be angry where we're attacking one another this is one of the stupidest things that i'm seeing happening right now where people are attacking me, they're attacking the other people. Stop. Why are you attacking people? Just stop. Okay, these people have no influence in your life. I don't. You're, you're just using your frustration to put it on like, a person like me, for instance. Like, what, like I'm really the cause of your problems. Give me a break. Right? You really think I'm a cause of <laughs> your problems? If that's what you think, then you don't understand the situation in our world right now. I have nothing to do with your, your problems. And you know that and I know that. We all know that. But for some reason, I guess you, you find a nice person or whatever, and you just unleash on them. And there's a lot of that going on. So what we need to do is what the Bible says, diet or flesh daily, come back to common sense, morality, biblical values, morals. We need to pray for our nation from a, from a Christian standpoint, from a biblical view. Lord, even though the, uh, the government may be wicked and corrupt, we are going to pray that there is a move of God in this nation that overtakes even the government because the government is on your shoulders and you are the king of kings and the Lord of lords and we believe a, a, a mighty rushing wind like in Acts chapter 2 can take over the, the zeitgeist of this country, can take over the, maybe that's not the right word, but you know it's apropos to what I'm trying to say, is can take over the, the narrative, can take over the, um, the spirit of this nation to turn it away from wickedness, away from the direction that we've been headed, and even with a wicked government, that the church would rise up and stand up and preach the full gospel and be unafraid and bold and come together and be the network and the ecclesia that we're meant to be. Be the remnant body of Christ. And, and I really would advise people to get out of Babylon. If you're in a church that's, that's really dead and doesn't allow the Holy Spirit to move, that's quenching the Holy Spirit. If you're under a quote-unquote pastor that's more of a local celebrity and not really somebody that's standing for the principles of the Word of God, get out of that place. It's time to stay. You know, go to a remnant church. I mean, it might have less people and maybe not as great of a presentation and media department and videos and worship team. I don't know. But you know what? Would you rather be... In a ministry where they're preaching the truth or you want to just be lied to? You want your ears tickled? Because this is a season where we need meat as Christians. We need to go deeper in our faith, in our, in our understanding of the Lord. And if we're, if we're consumed by anger, if you're consumed by depression right now, then that means there's a spiritual sickness that's come upon you. And I don't mean that to, to discourage you. What I mean it, to do is to get you out of there. To, 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 what you got to do is cast out the depression. Listen, I wake up some days and that spirit tries to come on me look at the world right i mean look at the headlines they're depressing they're 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 depressing they're they're horrible but then you say wait who am i what is my identity my identity is jesus in jesus christ my identity is a christian my identity is someone who serves the lord with all my heart mind soul and spirit so that's what i'm going to do is i'm going to choose to serve the lord with all of my mind with all of my heart and that's who i am that's my identity in jesus christ so thank you lord praise your name We give you the glory for who you are in our life. And I know that the world looks crazy. And I know that the news looks horrible and abysmal. And I know that right now it seems like there's no hope. But Lord, our hope is found in you. Our rest is found in you. Our peace is found in you. Our strength is found in you. And so Lord, I pray right now for anybody that's listening that is getting themselves caught up. There's a lot of people that are caught up right now. You got to get out of being caught up. Stop being caught up wake up and understand the mission at hand it's important to understand the mission at hand what is your mission think about yourself right now as like uh, tom cruise in in one of those movies right you know what is your mission here's your mission mission impossible here's your mission well here's your mission to go and make disciples of the nations baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit teaching them the ways of the lord how do you do that you exude christ You show them joy that comes from the Lord, not from man. Peace that passes understanding. Hallelujah. Peace that passes understanding. Psalm 91. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. You have been raised up for a time as this. Don't think that you're purposeless. Don't think that you have no purpose. Don't think that God doesn't have any plans for you. That's rubbish. That's a lie. Of course he has plans for you. Of course there's hope in your future. And so g- when you go outside, you're going to see the sun. It's going to rise. You know, and, and in a few months it's going to be summertime and beautiful out. Maybe snowy where you're at right now. I don't know, but you know what? It's going to be gorgeous. And nature's going to be there and you're going to be able to go on a walk hopefully and and spend time with your family. And enjoy each moment and enjoy each day and take it one day at a time because they cannot steal our joy unless we let them. Be focused on your family. Here's the priorities. This is how it goes. God, family, then your work and ministry, okay? God, family, then your work and ministry. Make sure you stay that. Yes, your calling is extremely important, but it's third tier, your calling does not go above your wife or your husband. Listen to this. This is important. This is good stuff right now. Your calling does not go above your family. Your calling does not go ahead of God. God is the one that gave you your calling. So make sure you keep it in priority. Spend time with the family. Be encouraged. Don't be a Debbie Downer. Don't be a negative Nellie. Don't be consumed by the news cycle because they are the prophets of Baal. Be consumed by the things of the Lord. The Bible says that in his word actually. It says, "Do not be conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." That's where we need to be today, ladies and gentlemen. I love preaching. See, this is where this is my main focus in life. It's not telling the news. It's speaking the word of God because that's where I'm anointed. That's where I'm anointed to do powerful things in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So be encouraged, ladies and gentlemen, as we get ready to end this podcast. There's many, many things I need to do today. And so I'm going to let you go, but I want you to be encouraged. We will have these every single day. And we will continue to preach and speak the full gospel no matter who is the president of the United States. But we are going to pray this through. Today is 1-13-2021. We're going to pray it through until somebody is inaugurated, and then we're going to re-strategize and move forward as the body of Christ because we are his body, his hands and arms and legs here on earth, the salt and the light. We need to be that. It's important. It's crucial. It's critical. Listen, share this wherever you're listening. Share the podcast. Let more and more people know about it. We're here to to be the remnant body of Christ together. You can find more information, www.toddcoconato.com. Some people sometimes ask how they can support the ministry. We certainly need your support. toddcoconato.com slash give. toddcoconato.com slash give. And uh, we love you. We appreciate you. You can always go to rmntnews.com where it mimics a lot of the same stories and information that's on toddcoconato.com. And we will be here preaching and standing for the full word of God in this hour. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow.